Hi there. Welcome to OTs Get Paid, the podcast for OT entrepreneurs, where we learn about everything you need to know to move from thinking like a therapist to acting like a CEO and making good money along the way. Are you curious how to continue to be true to your mission of helping others as an OT and get paid what you're worth? Do you want to know the best tips that add zeros to your bank account? Do you wonder how other OTs do it too? I'm your host, Trish Williams, a Canadian, a mom, a not-so-closet choir nerd, an occupational therapist of over 26 years. I spent most of those years loving my profession, but secretly wishing I could get paid a lot more. Did I feel like I had an important job that had great impact on my clients and society? Check. Did I also wish I could feel validation in that work through getting paid enough to feel financial freedom? Check, check. So finally in my 40s, as a single mom who needed to get real with my income, I built two six-figure businesses including my latest as an OT entrepreneur coach at Trish Williams Consulting. And through this, I heard the secret shame that others felt the same way too. So I'm raising my voice and raising my profile of this issue and probably raising my prices. I'm here to talk about OTs making money. So let's do like Scrooge McDuck and dive into those giant piles of gold coins and get swimming and start this episode. Welcome, OT entrepreneurs, to the OT's Get Paid podcast, episode 60, where today we will be discussing, you're not doing it wrong. You're doing it your way. How can I be so cruel to myself when I'm doing the best I can. That is a short poem called Be Gentle by Rupi Kaur. Typically, people are counseled to start a podcast episode with a, this is the benefit you're going to get from this podcast. This is why we're discussing it today. This is worth a listen. Yay, hype, go, exciting, woot. This poem isn't exactly that. It's more like a big whoa. And that's okay. I want to elicit an emotional response in you today as we try to answer the question, are you doing it wrong? Or are you doing it your way? Now, this podcast has obviously evergreen quality to it. It exists in perpetuity and our numbers show every month that we get lots of listens on lots of different episodes. But our stats also show that most of you listen to this podcast in real time. So as we continue along with this podcast today, I want you, if you haven't kind of caught up in everything that's been going on in my world, I would like you to go back to listen to episode 51, which is how do entrepreneurs take time off? And you're going to hear about the planning ahead, the six steps to consider before you take that time off. And any episode in between 51 and now, you're going to hear little tidbits of what's been happening in my life with my health. Referring back to episode 51, 
which I reread and re-listened to before this podcast today, I realized that I had certainly done and considered all six steps before I took my time off this summer. And admittedly, I did some better than others. (laughs) And if you received my last email, and if you haven't, what the heck are you waiting for? Click on the podcast resources and go sign up for it. I send one eh, usually every week when I'm on the ball. You'll see that, to continue the metaphor with the ball, that I dropped some balls on the steps to consider before taking time off. I did all of them. You're going to hear that, you know, some I did better than others. And in that email, you're going to hear that, you know, I, I didn't do a great job on following through perfectly on all of them. And in the email, you'll hear some people and direct quotes like, where the heck did you go? Girl, I thought you were dead. So in transparency, I thought I'd continue to tell you some of the other balls that I dropped. One, there are a few emails that I have still not replied to. And, you know, not just like, hey, I want to be your podcast resource manager or any kind of spam. Like real emails where people deserve an answer. Most of them I've gotten to, but not all. Offboarding my last two programs, the Road to 100K, which we launched the Founders Program in June, and the 100K Club, which we launched that founding program in January. I didn't offboard those programs well at all. The actual programs themselves were amazing. People saw a ton of value. People made a ton of change. But did I drop the offboarding ball? You bet. Do I have a process for offboarding as a standard operating procedure? Uh, I sure do. Have I done it? No. (laughs) Oh, this is painful saying out loud. It wasn't this painful writing this, but it is a little painful saying it out loud. I think here in studio, see my... My cheeks are a little red. Okay. Um, Now, I know that we are launching the 100K Club again this fall, relaunching it, another, the second iteration of it, and we're going to talk more about this later. But do I have a detailed marketing plan, a six-month really detailed marketing plan, including the perfect start date? Mm, Not so much. (laughs) Have I completed my strategic plan? No. This is a living document, and so it was on par for 2022. It was looking good until late spring, summer. Have I looked at it? Absolutely. Have I formally updated it yet because it is a living document? Nope. I would like to give myself a little cred and say that I've made some notes in the margin. (laughs) Okay, so does this mean that I... Am doing it wrong, that I am doing this OT entrepreneur business thing wrong. (sighs) It sure feels like it. Had some good whammies this last year. If you want to listen to season two, episode 14, you're going to hear a great story about when a sales pitch fails. And that is for the OT Entrepreneur Summit that Laura Park Figueroa and I ran in November 2021, and how some of the things like succeeded beyond our wildest dreams and the bumps on the sale for the retreat that we had planned. And now, and now this, this scaling back in the spring, taking time off in the summer, and really kind of ramping back up because of my health. 
So I repeat, does this mean I am doing it wrong? The answer is no. And I'm going to go into more detail as to why and how I came to that conclusion. Are you doing your business wrong? Probably not. Let's talk a little bit more about this. I bet most of you, if and when I asked that question, does this mean I'm doing this the wrong way? Said automatically in your head, Trish, of course you're not doing it the wrong way. You are doing it the best you can. Remember a poem from the beginning? And people reach out with positive results to you all the time. And you're a leader in the space and people look up to you and they love the podcast. And you're growing your audience more and more and more. Most OTs are very, very generous with each, with each other, and especially in the entrepreneur space, I have found. So I bet when I said aloud, does this mean I am doing it the wrong way? Before I could give an answer, your answer was, of course you're not, Trish. I bet if you asked yourself that question, you'd say, oh yeah, I'm an imposter. I am one step ahead of you finding out I'm a fraud. Now, to those of you who are starting out, I bet a lot of you are saying, I'm such a fraud, or I am such an imposter, or I don't believe in myself that I'm not even sure that I can start this thing. And my guess is that those of you that are in the growth and the scale phase of your business, you'd say to yourself, you know, I have a solid business. Yep. I mean, we're busy. I'm selling. Hey, Trish. Yes, Ashley? As an OT entrepreneur who's just starting to make money, I bet you've thought, oh my gosh, I just got my first few clients. What the heck do I do now? Don't worry. At Therabyte, we have you covered. We heard you and we created intake and consent templates just for you. So you've downloaded the template and now you can say, amazing, I know exactly how to get my clients started. Oh, I wish I'd had this in the beginning. I pulled everything together and needed something this efficient. Okay, so where can listeners find these templates, Ashley? Super easy. The link will be in the show notes. You just hop over to our website, find templates, and you've got your download. Sounds great. People are buying. I'm pretty much getting paid. I know if I have a team, people are on the team are getting paid. Clients seem happy. But I'm secretly kind of like, I feel like I'm one or two steps away from collapse. If I'm really going to be honest, it is a bit of a house of cards. And I feel like all I do is juggle all the things. I work all the hours and I don't know where to stop. And if I did, then everybody would realize that I am in the middle of this juggling act and I can't stop juggling. By the way, if you want to know a little bit more about where you are on the start, growth, and scale phase, we have an amazing quiz. Go to the podcast resources. You're going to take a quiz based on the really important lessons that you need to have in your business or the important points that you need to have in your business where those where you are on those scale, that scale. And you're going to also find out what you need to do next. Go into the podcast resources and look for the OTs Get Paid quiz. So the summary here is I bet most of you are saying, I am doing it wrong. Trish is not doing it wrong, but I sure am doing it wrong. So let's jump into finding a better way to deal with this or finding a solution, an answer to the question, are you doing it wrong? 
I wrote down a few points. There are five of them. The first is, I want you to review your mission and your values. Do your actions follow those things as a professional and as a leader? If you're considering starting a business, the chances are you are a leader in your clinical space or incredibly competent. (laughs) Maybe you wouldn't define yourself as a leader. I bet others would. If we can lean into the word leader and you believe it, and as a professional, are you upholding your mission and your values? Let's answer that question for me. If you go to trishwilliamsconsulting.ca, which is our website, on the about page, you're going to see our mission and our values. And the ultra big mission of Trish Williams Consulting and OTs Get Paid is that is to empower OTs to claim their financial freedom as strong women CEOs by starting, growing, and scaling their businesses. And again, as always, at Trish Williams Consulting, we talk about by women, we mean anybody who identifies or has lived experiences as a woman because everyone is welcome here. We believe that cash flow is the path to impact. And our community of OTs understands that wealth isn't just about money for yourself. It's a resource to better your team, your family, and your community. So we're leaning into those money conversations and helping you understand business so that you can break free of those limiting beliefs that society places on women by helping OTs. Am I doing that? I am. What about the values that drive your company? What about the values that drive Trish Williams Consulting? I pulled out a few. We walk our talk. We put our words into action. What action there has been? <laughs> we've, been we've been doing that. <laughs> okay, another value. We work with intention. Whether it's putting out contact or running a group, there's always a reason for what we do here, and we don't shy away from deep dive on topics that matter. Okay, I'm giving myself a massive checklist on that because that's exactly what we're doing with this podcast right now, this episode. Another value that drives our company is we walk alongside. We are not above. Some of you, I'm, I'm further along, but I'm not above you. We're figuring it out together. And together we grow and take risks and learn. Yep, big old check mark on that one as I'm ramping back up into seeing have I done business wrong in the last little while. Another one, we are more than a business, we're a movement. And our community stands together the better the lives of OT entrepreneurs. Yep. Our future vision drives change for you today. Meaning one of our core values is I want to leave the profession better than I found it for OT entrepreneurs. And I firmly believe that this topic, this podcast episode, is doing exactly that. So I've reviewed my mission and my values. And yes, my actions and my intent are following those things. I want you to do the same. Number two, do I have a strategic plan? You know that I do. (laughs) In fact, I love it so much. I have a podcast episode about it. What's the number one thing that makes money in your business? And in podcast resources, we also have a freebie where you can go and get your own strategic plan. And there's a video of walking you through on how to do it. And I did allude to this in the beginning when I talked about that I've reviewed it. I haven't completely updated it, but it exists. Do you have a strategic plan 
for you to actually be able to evaluate whether you're doing things wrong. Number three, what systems do I have to help me get up and running? Let's review what I've got. I have Trello, which is a project management tool that I choose. There are lots of other project management tools out there. What I would really love most of you to do is to get it out of your journal. Get it out of the many journals you have with pen and paper. Use those journals for free-flowing thoughts, for review, for snippets you want to capture. But at a certain point, you're going to need to be more organized and get this off of paper and into the universe because you're going to need to communicate with more than one person. And doing that with an electronic online project management tool is the most effective way. Plus, things just don't get lost as much. Number two, in in terms of systems, sorry, A, Trello, project management tool, check. B, marketing system. Do you have a marketing system? I often run a workshop, and we're going to run it a few more times in 2022, called Strategy Not Spaghetti, meaning we're not just throwing spaghetti against the wall. We're coming with a strategy. And I teach the TLC method. I've called it the supersonic TLC method. And meaning there is an actual system at place for my marketing. It is a lever I can pull. I have the products to sell. I know what works. I know how this marketing system is a machine and which lever to pull. Do you have a marketing system or are you throwing spaghetti to the wall? I have a system which leads me into number three, which is the data. I can see what is working and what isn't, especially when it comes to marketing, traffic, leads, and conversion and sales. I have tracking tools everywhere. So for example, Our traffic went down a little bit over the summer because I know that every time I launch a podcast, our traffic goes up. The podcast is our main traffic generator. What I didn't expect was after having been away for maybe a month from the podcast, if you listen, what episode is that? Hmm, Let me see. Do I have this open? Episode, hold on a sec. Um, Episode 58, when I kind of came back, we had... um, Huge, huge, huge numbers in August on that podcast re-entry after a month. I couldn't believe it. So I knew it was a good traffic generator. I didn't know how great a traffic generator it was. Does that take me to a lead where somebody raises their hand, gives me their email, wants to book a you know a discovery call or a, or a chat with me to see how I could help them and if I have any products that fit with them? And did that relate to sales? I have tracking tools everywhere on everything. And I can easily see, not just in marketing, but in the whole business, where I need to pull another lever to have it work. So do you have the data that you can see what is working, what isn't? D, standard operating procedures, otherwise known as SOPs. A step-by-step-by-step, detail-oriented, with assignments, with people who are responsible, in terms of writing everything up on how we do absolutely everything here from, you know, recording a podcast, publishing a podcast, booking a discovery call, signing up a new client, how we offboard people, remember those that I didn't do so well, uh, et cetera, et cetera. Do we have a SOP? Yeah, we do on almost everything. Uh, I can't recall off the top of my head if I mentioned in one of the podcasts recently that our Um, super amazing Kate, our ops manager, moved on. Uh, She had a um, job 
startup that she just couldn't say no to. And that was one of the jobs I hired her to do was to capture and write SOPs for everything we do, plus things that were coming up in the future that we hadn't even yet done. So thank goodness I just opened that folder and bam, everything is there. So those are the four most important systems. And you know what? I didn't actually take a note on this, but E would be financial. Do I have my bank accounts? Do I know where the invoices are coming from? Do I have a way to pay invoices? Are they, you know, do I have a folder where I keep whether they've been paid or not, et cetera? Is there money in the bank? (laughs) While I'm not making a lot of money, we're not generating a ton of sales right now. Do you have your financial systems in place? So those would be the five major things that helped me come back and get up and running. So ask yourself these things too. Do you have those systems in place to evaluate whether you're doing it wrong in your world? Number four is team. And I'm going to refer to contractors and also peers on the team. So we have had two contractors who have worked at uh, Trish Williams Consulting for a while. One was our copywriter and the other is our social media manager. And both of them decided this summer to shift what they were doing with their lives. One of them is professional. One of them was more personal. Everybody was incredibly happy and moving on with satisfaction. I have put offboarding interviews in place and those have been set up. And I cannot wait to hear feedback on what they liked formally about working here and what we can do to improve. I also have really in-depth job descriptions for everybody, so I know exactly what I need and who I need to hire next as I'm ramping things back up. This gives me another opportunity to review. So for example, I don't think I'm going to hire a copywriter for every single piece of copy that goes out. I think I'm going to do quite a bit of it and will hire more copywriting for more of project-based. That's an opportunity for me to reevaluate. Also on my team, as I mentioned, is peers. People in the OT entrepreneur space who have continued to support me as I continue to support them. And I've had lots of feedback that I didn't even ask for from people when they said, oh, you're leaving or oh, you've come back. And this is how it went in the summer for me. Here's how the sales went. Here's how product delivery went, et cetera, et cetera. This is what's been working for me. This is what I've changed. This is what has not been working. This is what's coming down the pipe for me. There is so much feedback and connection to be had in this space. And this is just chatting. These are people that There's no alternative agenda. They're reaching out. And in the conversations that we've had, these things have come up. And that has been able to have me reflect on what a solid support system I have around me. And I ask you to do the same. You might not be big enough for a big team, but who do you have around you? And do you feel that that team and those people are in your corner? And the last point to actually evaluate whether we're doing this wrong or not is the freedom that you have. And I specifically bring up freedom as opposed to really talking about your why. Um, And I'm going to refer to the OTs get paid framework that I have alluded to on many occasions, but it is incredibly relevant for us to review. When I talk to OTs, and we look at the framework for either the Road to 100K or the 100K Club, we 
continuously talk about impact, let's review the three pillars. The first pillar is increasing your profit. Do you know your money? Do you have marketing and sales and system in place? And do you have systems in place? Number two is increasing your clarity. Do you have a niche? Do you have an offer? Do you have data collection? Do you have a strategic plan, etc.? Number three is impact. And that can mean different things on where you are in your business. But the number one piece here for impact is what is my mindset and what am I going to do with the money that I make and the people that I am helping in the business that I have built? It's here in this third pillar that I want to focus because most OTs, and I've said this before, come to this not for the money, but for the freedom and the impact they're going to be making. And as I've said before, I could kind of change this podcast, OTs Have Freedom, and it would still resonate. So looking at the OTs Get Paid framework and looking at that impact piece, that really is why I started as well. Really hand in hand was the impact. And if you go back and listen to episode one, season one, you'll hear how as a single parent, I couldn't possibly take any more time off to teach at the university or go to my kid's science fair. And it was time for me to find another way. That fist on the table moment I talk about at the beginning of almost every single episode. And for me, it was freedom. And as a single parent, I knew I was going to cap out at a certain salary uh, in, you know, the corporate world and I needed to be making more money. So those are the five points. The mission and values. Do you have a plan? What systems do you have? Do you have a team or people around you? And are you really hitting your why, which for most people is freedom? So again. I want you to ask yourselves those, take yourself through those points. And again, I'm going to ask, am I doing it wrong? Are you doing it wrong? Or have we set up a business for our lives with bumps and all? Yep, we did. I'm grateful that I had all this set in my bricks and mortar clinic and now in my consulting company. It allows me to look back on those five points and answer very, very deeply in my heart. And again, reflecting on the opening poem that we're all doing the best that we can and there is no real wrong. There are some solutions that I offer for free. And I'm going to tell you exactly where they are right now. If you want to learn more, if you're looking at those five points and thinking, oh, I mean, I'm kind of there. I'd like to get there. I need to know more. Season two, episode 27, The Time Money Trap, really talks about what is your why. It's a great episode. A lot of downloads on that. Season one, episode 11, is building a business around your values. Season one, episode 14, again, what is the number one way you can make money in your business is a strategic plan. There's a freebie in the podcast resources as well. And there are many, many marketing podcasts, so hit up as many of those as you can. And again, I teach this very specifically in the 100K Club. And if you are interested, because I believe this is a topic more relevant to people that have a growth business, not just that are starting a business, and that's what we teach, that's who we serve in the 100K Club, people that are in the growth and the scale phase. Go and take the quiz to find out if you're there. And if you're interested, stay tuned because we will be launching this in the fall. You can join the OTs Get Paid Facebook group where we will be talking a lot more about this in our launch. 
So let's reflect on our answers. The answer is I'm not doing it wrong. The answer is I'm fulfilling my mission and my values. My why has always been more freedom and then more money. I've got a ton of freedom to do what I needed to do with my health. Absolutely. Are we swimming in the dough right now? No. (laughs) We also don't have a ton of expenses, so that's really good news. And do I have the things in place to ramp it up again? Yes. This is a marathon and it's not a sprint. And I want you to think of that for yourself as well. I'm going to end on a great Mel Robbins quote that I really love. And it's, what if it all worked out? Let's bring that to our businesses together. Until next time. This has been OTs Get Paid, recorded live in Studio C. That's Studio Closet. I'm Trish Williams. If you had feedback on today's episode, send us a DM on IG at OTs Get Paid or join our Facebook group at OTs Get Paid. We would really love to hear from you. We'd also love it if you could subscribe and write a review for the podcast. Each month, I'll pick a random review for a shout out to get your name and business on the air. Until next time.